Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, my friends. I'm so excited to have you here today to talk about a topic that I feel is misrepresented quite often in the online space. Now, before we get into this episode, just a couple of housekeeping items, if you will. I have had the flu all week, so my voice is going on me. And yet I could not not show up for this. As soon as I got that really strong sacral, yes, I thought I have to go on. I have to record a podcast episode. Definitely do not want to be on video with a fever and sore throat and feeling sick, but I can sure as hell do a podcast episode. So I'm not feeling so hot. So if I feel or sound a little bit different, that would be why I am doing this in bed with the fans blasting. So if you hear fan noise or white noise in the background, that's why. And I'm just sitting here with my tea, relaxing, and we're having a chat, which is typically how I like to create these episodes anyway, as if you and I are just sitting here having a chat about human design. Number two is I do have, and I can't believe I haven't spoken about this yet on the podcast or really even promoted it that much to be quite honest because, well, I've been sick the last week. I have Executive Magic, a Gene Keys branding workshop happening. I believe it's May 10th. I can drop the link in the show notes. It is only $88 to join. We are going to have the official workshop training. It's very similar to very popular trainings I've done in the past, which are focused on you are the niche. (laughs) My most popular training that I've ever done was the you are the niche workshop. So what we're doing with executive magic and the Gene Keys branding workshop is looking at you're the niche from the lens of the brand sphere in Gene Keys. And of course, because it's me, I can't get away from human design. It's just in my blood. It's just in my bones. There will certainly be human design aspects woven in as well. And there's a bonus training that I list on the website that you can have a peek at. So for $88, you're going to get an insane amount of value. And if you cannot make it live, that's okay. You're actually going to have access to the member portal where the replay will be. So you really can't go wrong with this, especially with the price. I know a lot of people have been dying to work with me and my one-on-one pricing is just out of reach for them. So this is another option to come and hang out in my world. We're a pretty badass group and learn a little bit about how to brand based on your unique essence, the texture of your consciousness and really becoming the niche, which becomes empowering and powerful 
in your personal brand and in your business in the online space. So again, executive magic will be happening. You can check out the link below for more. All right, let's dive into this episode before my voice dies on me. Something I see very often in the online space is people saying that the open head center loves thinking about things that don't matter. The open head center is always thinking about things that don't matter. And while this is not entirely incorrect, it's taken out of context and that's not exactly the purpose of the open head center or the correct use of the open head center or undefined head center. And as Raw frequently said, just because something is common does not make it normal, (laughs) right? Just because something is common does not make it normal. Now, before we get started, I'm going to be honest and I have a little bit of a script for this. It's an article I'm writing for LinkedIn. Uh, And just because I'm really not feeling well, my head is a little bit cloudy and it's just going to give me something to follow as I go through this. Um, So again, just in case this episode feels or sounds a little bit different than what you're used to with more of my off the cuff podcasting, no script podcasting, that's again why I just am a little bit cloudy with the fever. (laughs) So if it sounds a little bit different, uh, it is because this is based on an article I am writing for LinkedIn. So The head center itself is the center of inspiration and mental pressure. Now, I think one of the most important things we need to understand is pressure is not negative. And I think this is where the root of a lot of the issues of the head center and the root center are created in the online space is seeing pressure as bad. I hear all the time this pressure sandwich, you know, and I have clients come to me from other human design mentors who are actually looking at their chart from a very negative lens because they have an undefined head center, undefined root, and they say, oh my goodness, I have all this openness, I have all this pressure, is it's pressure sandwich, I'm always thinking about things that don't matter, always thinking about things that are leading me off track in the business, and it's all because of my chart. And that's not true. Pressure is not negative, first of all. And second, I like to look at everything from the lens of strengths theory. So my background is in psychology. I specialized in risk versus resilience in university. Yes, it's probably hard to believe, but that is true. I was a counselor for many years, and now I am a positive psychology coach as well, certified. So I like to look at everything from the lens of strength theory. And coming at any of the centers or your body craft from a negative lens or a weakness lens is inevitably going to set you up for failure and it's going to set you up for trying to fix your weaknesses rather than leveraging your strengths and what my desire is for my clients is helping them leverage their strengths in the body graph and part of leveraging your strengths in the body graph is looking at the strength of having an undefined or open head center. I have an undefined head center and I truly see it as my greatest strength in my body graph. So this is another thing that I'm welcoming you into and view that I'm welcoming you into is how can we look at it from strengths theory instead of this is a weakness, how do I fix the weakness? And I want you to just sink into that and breathe into that right now how that feels in your body, looking at the head center as this is my strength 
how am I able to leverage this strength versus this is my weakness. It creates a pressure sandwich and I need to fix it. Or, you know, another way might be, which I see often kind of like just deal with it because you can't change it, right? Just feel that in your body on how that feels and how your body reacts to the difference there. Now, I get, you know, people upset when I say this, but I'm going to say this regardless of who it may upset. The biggest issue I feel in the online space is that everyone is a quote unquote human design expert these days. What I see a lot of is someone has a foundation call with someone or they read one article or whatever the case may be. And now all of a sudden they're an expert. And when someone's teaching from a lens of not understanding the mechanics below the surface, really they have nothing else to go on other than maybe a little snippet they got in their own reading or an article they saw online and they're not understanding the deeper layers and the deeper layers absolutely matter. Now, what I say to my clients all the time is I'm not here to teach you human design. I'm not here to teach my clients or use our time together as a way of teaching them human design. I understand the mechanics myself so that I can lead them powerfully, hold space for their unraveling, for their unfolding, for their alignment, and ask them the right questions that allow them to come back into alignment, which inevitably is going to increase profit potential, create more harmonic teams and more fulfillment in teams and businesses, and help the person thrive. And if someone's thriving, if someone's feeling fulfilled, they're inevitably, again, going to make more money in their business and be able to make aligned decisions, which again, that thread, make more money, more aligned teams, happier teams, more fulfilled employees. And we could go on and on and on of the result of that. BG5, which I'm so excited, I just handed in my final paper, of this level of certification. So 122 pages of a report on actually my coach's business. BG5 does provide more practical solutions. And yet again, it's still guiding you back to what is correct for you because the mechanics are not necessarily truth. They are signposts, they are guidance and and what we're saying with human design is no one's your authority, including human design. So by saying no one's your authority, including human design, my job is not to teach my clients human design. My job is to know the mechanics at the deepest layers, deepest, most nuanced layers, so that as they speak and as they're explaining where they're meeting resistance, I can see that in the body graph. We can ask powerful questions. I can guide their energy back to an alignment and therefore in their business, they're again making aligned decisions or they're starting to become aware of where, where they are making those not self decisions. And we can put steps in place to help them notice those signposts. So it's just something to keep in mind. Even those that are deeply trained in human design, their job's not to teach you human design. <laughs> their job is to essentially be your objective guide and advocate for moving through the conditioning. So when we're looking at the head center, again, the pressure is not negative. Psychology shows there is an ideal amount of pressure to reach optimal performance. And human design backs us up by saying that when we use strategy and authority, we naturally know the right pressure to move from to live out our purpose. 
Of course, in the knot self, there is that potential to constantly be moving from pressure, which will cause or essentially be the result of nervous system dysregulation. However, this is again, not the correct use of this center. And if we get trapped in this idea that, well, that's just how that center is, it continues to be our reality and we continue to create resistance in business. On top of that, how the not self is experienced in any center or center or gate depends on other factors. So if we're looking at the head center itself, it depends on the individual mechanics of the center. So a completely open head center may struggle to even know what is worthy of thinking about at all. Therefore, they move more into a repressed expression of the energy where they're essentially not thinking about anything and they're more or less in a freeze response. And in Gene Keys, we also call that the repressed use or the repressed expression of that shadow. And that's when you're in the shadow aspect. So again, for someone that has an open head center, giving them a blanket statement of the head center always thinks about things that don't matter or always loves thinking about things that don't matter is not applicable and might actually be hiding the true issues that are happening in the body graph. So very often, for example, I will have clients where they come to me thinking their head center is the problem. And it turns out it's another center that they're operating through the incorrect energy of or a gate or a channel. So again, the oversimplification, I understand the desire for that in the online space of these, you know, viral memes and quick responses to prove that we're the expert in something. However, they're actually more detrimental to people. And it's really important that, especially when we're speaking of human design, that we're understanding the mechanics because we can do a lot of damage as someone that's professing to understand the energy if we're giving the wrong information. So the not self strategy of the undefined head center. So the undefined head center means you have hanging gates. The open head center means there's no gates at all that are activated. So the not self strategy of the undefined head center feels responsible for getting rid of mental pressure taken in from others and therefore will try to find answers to questions that are not necessarily important. So in business, this sometimes looks like the throwing spaghetti at the wall method of trying to scale a business or the flashy object syndrome bouncing around between ideas without ever following through. In this state, valuable energy and likely time is spent chasing threads that have no impact on the individual person and may actually cause loss of profit potential in business. I see this also in a lot of clients that come to me who really lost themselves in the coaching industry and especially with those undefined G centers, taking on the identity of a coach or taking on the direction of the coach. And now they're kind of up shit creek without a paddle, far off from who they were always meant to be, far off from their path. And they come to me and they say, oh my goodness, now working with you, I'm coming back to who I was actually two years ago. I'm finally coming back to the person I was always meant to be. So while I truly believe that our path is our path and even those experiences that where there's resistance, where there's obstacles, where there's learning opportunities for us, it's not just the third line that has to learn things the hard way in life, although that is certainly the archetype of their life. If they're a third line, it's that pioneer, it's the trailblazer, it's the school of hard knocks. If you're a third line for your entire life, what I am saying is that working with someone that understands this energy can help prevent 
the impact of chasing the not self threads, which inevitably causes loss of money in the business, loss of time, and sometimes loss of sanity, which is the truth. I deal with a lot of people that have very dysregulated nervous systems due to chasing the not self in business. Also on this thread, speaking about business, the head center is actually not called the head center in business. So BG5 is the official governing body for human design in business. And again, I'm just so excited. Finally submitted my 122 page report and in business, it is referred to as the center of inspiration. So it's not the head center. It's the center of inspiration, the level one shadow of it. So there's many nuances and levels that we can go into it. So level one would be used with clients that are brand new to this information, maybe a CEO or a C-suite executive that has never heard of human design, has no idea what human design is and really doesn't care about any of that, just wants their problem solved, which really at the end of the day, when I'm working with C-suite executives, that's what we're doing. We're not getting into the spiritual awakening aspect. I'm simply helping them solve problems, energy leaks, team issues, profit potential loss, whatever the case may be. So when we're looking at a level one, understanding the shadow aspects of the inspiration center, we simply describe it as lo easily losing focus or being mentally scattered. And of course we could go a little bit deeper and say, thinking about things that don't matter. However, again, when we're looking at someone that has no interest in the spiritual awakening aspect, the business side, we speak of losing focus and being mentally scattered. And again, that's not normal. And I'm such a perfect example of this and I'm going off script here. Oh my goodness. Hold on everyone. Hopefully I don't go too far off with this fever. Cause I already can't remember what I said five minutes ago when I was really in the not self, I remember specifically a time and this is such a great example. I worked at a very large box gym in Canada. We call them box gyms, like the good lives. The, it was called the athletic club at the time, but the box gyms, it's like the McDonald's of fitness centers. <laughs> When I worked there, I'll never forget, I was a personal trainer and a good friend of mine was a yoga instructor. And she came up to me one day and said, Ash, you've never been to any of my yoga classes. I would love if you came into my yoga class. I think you would benefit from it. And I literally burst out laughing and I said, oh my goodness, do you know how easily I lose focus? I'm going to be sitting there in your yoga class going over my to-do list after work today and going over my grocery list. There's no way you can get me in your yoga class. And sure enough, she finally convinced me. I went to the yoga class and I was thinking about a whole lot of shit that didn't matter to anyone or anything. So I have been there. And now with my head center, it's not that I don't think about things. Thinking about things is not incorrect. And that's why I led us into this talking about the repressed nature of the open head center, where you're not thinking about anything at all. You're essentially in this freeze response. I use my mental power. I use my thinking, my thoughts, my strategizing, my logical focus on things that matter. As soon as I start to lose focus or become mentally scattered, I know right away that's a signpost that I'm operating in some aspect through the not self. And as someone that was a recovering you know, flashy object syndrome person, I can tell you when you really settle into the alignment of the center and realize that the normal 
open or undefined head center is not thinking about things that don't matter. In fact, that is the opposite of what you're meant to be doing. Business and life gets a whole hell of a lot easier. However, when the mind attempts to take over the role of authority, it produces this stream of meaningless thoughts and questions about things that truly don't matter. So again, you end up down these roads that just leave you further off path. From there, life can become very frustrating and it really feels like in business or in life in general, however, I work specifically with business owners, in business, it seems like one disappointment after another. And often when clients come to me, they say, you know, I've tried everything and they have very successful businesses. My one-on-one clients have multiple six to seven figure plus businesses and they've tried everything. You either tried everything to get the team working together in a way that creates harmony and teamwork and cohesiveness, or they've tried everything to scale the business from maybe seven figures to multiple seven figures, or a launch that was consistently producing six figures. They're looking to produce seven figures now. They're hitting this disappointment after disappointment. Things are getting harder and harder, it seems, and they're having to work harder and harder to keep the level of performance that they're getting. So when we are operating in the shadow, it feels like one disappointment after another. That doesn't mean that your business is not seemingly working. It's simply not working in the way that you are planning and desiring it to work. When we are in the not self, we often chase thoughts, questions, and ideas without the energy to create them or even any alignment to back them. So in business, this can cause, again, past to be chased that ultimately simply lead to more confusion for yourself, for your team, and ultimately create chaos in the environment. So this is something I hear a lot from people, and I, in particular, manifesting generators, which are express builders in business. And I often see the design itself being blamed for that. Well, I'm a manifesting generator. Of course, I have all these ideas, and yet, they're not actually backing any of them. They're actually not launching any of them. They're not actually following through with any of them. And it's because they do not have the energy to create from the idea. They do not have the energy to build from the idea. And it's not a manifesting generator thing. That's another big misconception in the online space. That's not another manifesting generator thing. That is the not self of the head center. And it's really important that we're understanding this. If we're going to start to create a business that's scaling and teams that can work in harmony towards a common goal, we must understand that it's actually not normal to be chasing those threads and be coming up with all these ideas without the energy to create. And I also see this, something I wanna just add, I also see this with manifestors. Manifestors saying, I have all these ideas, but I don't wanna do anything with them. Again, that's not normal, even for the manifestors. So Raw did say that the generator type is notorious for attempting to initiate and implement its thoughts. Generators, which include manifesting generators, manifesting generators are generators. A generator is a generator is a generator. The manifesting generator is simply a subtype of the generator. Generators often end up spending their lives engaged in a painfully frustrating cycle of repeatedly starting and quitting things. Unless the sacrals engage through response, there's no energy to follow through and there's no way for generators to know if their idea is even correct for them to implement. So again, 
that might look like the generator, the manifesting generator coming up with all these ideas and not actually implementing them or starting to implement them and then changing their minds. There's a lot of misconceptions about all the designs, all the centers, all of human design in the online space right now. But particularly, I find the manifesting generators are subject to probably the most amount of misinformation. So, of course, again, this isn't only a generator issue. However, this is one of the many reasons Raw referred to generators, again, including MGs, as the great quitters. Or add a generator in the not self with an undefined splenic center and undefined ajna in the not self as well. And they simply may not know when to let go of unhealthy directions, thoughts, people, or beliefs. So you might see the opposite. And again, this is why understanding the mechanics is so critical and choosing who you work with wisely in regards to human design. I actually think people would be better off not working with someone in human design than choosing someone that doesn't know what they're talking, does not know what they're talking about because of the detriment that can happen there. But when we look at a generator, for example, in the not self with an undefined splenic center in the not self, undefined head center in the not self and undefined ajna in the not self. Well, now this person is trying to prove they're certain through the undefined ajna. They're holding on to things that don't fit are not in alignment anymore, which can include directions, thoughts, people, or beliefs. And they're thinking about things that don't matter. They're mentally scattered. Well, now they're holding on to directions that are no longer good for them. And with that undefined not self ashna, it's like, I will die on this hill. <laughs> I am willing to die on this hill. I don't even know why, because it doesn't matter to me. It's nothing that applies to anything, but I am so certain about this. I will die on this hill. And very often it does impact someone's business and even businesses that are multiple seven figures being the not self and being willing to die in a hill that doesn't even matter to you over ideas or beliefs that don't even matter to you and that are no longer healthy for you and that you don't even need to be certain about because it's not part of your design. It's not part of your path. That is absolutely going to negatively impact your business, your profit potential. It's going to negatively impact your team, any partnerships that you have as well. And when you're in that energy, you're also putting off static, which is really important to understand. When you are in the not self, you put off static. And for those that are in my incredible, life-changing keys to cash, it's my wealth program using human design. You guys know this because I talk about this in that program that we attract those that activate us. Therefore, to attract those that activate you, you must be using your open or undefined head center correctly or you're not actually going to attract the defined head center. And I often at this point get asked, I'm reading your mind and I often get asked, well, why, why if the head, if the defined head center has a fixed way of thinking about things, why would they be attracted to an undefined or open head center? And I do teach this in Keys to Cash. I actually have a 35% off coupon. The coupon code is special. So it has changed the old one. Uh, I had a previous coupon code and that has expired, but I did put a new one in. So if you guys want 35% off Keys to Cash, which makes it under $200 US, which is a steal for over 15 trainings, it is special, the coupon code. Now, very briefly, because this is a little bit above and beyond this episode, the defined head center, when it's operating correctly, inspiration comes in a fixed way. Mental pressure to resolve one's own questions is done in a fixed way. 
being mentally inspiring for others is done in a fixed way. You have a fixed way of seeing and thinking about things. Now, just because someone has a fixed way of seeing and thinking about things does not mean they're thinking about things and seeing things in a way that is correct for them. An example I use all the time because I have an open, or my apologies, undefined head center, so I can't use myself as this example. I have a defined G center and most of my life, I had this energy of rebel without a cause. I was hyper independent to the point where I did not want anyone's help. And it created a lot of resistance for me, but that was a consistent way of being. I wasn't taking on anyone else's identity. I wasn't reflecting anyone else's identity. That was a consistent way of being where it was leave me alone, leave me to my own devices. I've got this. I don't need anyone's help. And it was really a survival mechanism that I had developed to survive. I left home in an unhealthy environment when I was 15. So what I realized through human design was that, yeah, sure, I have this rough around the edges. I now call it sacred rebel kind of dark goddess persona. Absolutely. That's that's who I am. That is my identity. Yet it's not this rebel without a cause. So I had a fixed yet unhealthy expression of my defined G center for most of my life. Same thing for the defined head center. You can have a fixed yet unhealthy expression of the defined head center. So what we end up doing when the open or undefined head center is operating correctly, you magnetize the defined head center. And by magnetizing the defined head center, when you're operating correctly, you use the wisdom of that center to help the defined head center really find what are their fixed ideas? What are their fixed ways of inspiring people? What is the inspiration that really matters to them? So again, I go into this quite in depth in Keys to Cash, so I'm not going through it here. The reason why I bring it up here is that it's important to understand that when you are in the static of the head center or any center or any gate or any channel, you're repelling those that you're meant to help. So again, when we're looking at this from a place of the head center is always thinking about things that don't matter. The head center likes to think about things that don't matter. What we're essentially doing is setting people up to fail because they're going to think that's normal and we're not actually helping them shift into the embodiment of their human design. And that's just going to create more resistance, which creates resistance in sales, which creates resistance in marketing, creates resistance in copy and business sales leadership becomes a lot harder than it was ever meant to be. So what I'm going to leave you guys with today are a couple of questions of the not self undefined head center. And then just some reflection points for you to sit on whether any of these resonate with you. So you can begin to make the shift into the true use, the wisdom of the undefined head center. And the wisdom of the undefined head center is knowing what is worthy of thinking about. I want you to write that down. If you have an undefined or open head center, your wisdom is knowing what is worthy of thinking about. So the not self questions is that I want you to reflect on yourself. Am I occupied with questions that don't matter in my life, in my business, in my leadership, with my team? Am I trying to answer everybody else's questions? Am I trying to grasp something because of the pressure to answer, resolve, or know? 
my allowing the doubt and confusion of pressure to push me into making a decision before it's correct for me or even if it's not correct for me? And do I allow myself to be nagged by questions I cannot answer? So the more one degree shifts we can make deeper into embodiment, deeper into alignment and understanding that the not self is not normal. It's common, but just because something is common does not make it normal. The more we can make these shifts, business, life, leadership, relationships become exceptionally easier. And then we begin to move and flow with our unique destiny, our unique purpose, which is essentially going with the flow of life rather than trying to paddle upstream. It does not mean you cannot be successful paddling upstream. I used to kayak a lot before we got Julia and now we can't kayak with Julia, but I used to kayak a lot. I could definitely paddle upstream, but it was much easier to simply guide the kayak from hitting the, the shore of the streams I would be kayaking in. It was much easier to guide the kayak going downstream, going with the flow of the water than paddling upstream. And even if we think of that analogy, even when you're working with your human design, it doesn't mean you just do nothing. If anyone here, anyone listening, has ever kayaked downstream, you still have to guide the kayak. If you don't guide the kayak at all, you're gonna crash into the shore, especially if a curve comes up, right? And there are gonna be curves if you're kayaking through streams and little channels. There's going to be curves, just like even when you follow your human design, there's going to be resistance at times. There's going to be limitations at times. There's going to be challenges at times. However, can you be still in the face of obstacles or do you allow the pressure centers and the pressure to cause you to move in a way that's not aligned? All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it made sense because like I said, I can't even remember what I said with the fever that set in. Um, this is a little bit shorter than I usually talk. However, I'm going to wrap it up here and go back to snuggling with my tea under the covers. But if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate if the energy exchange that we had right now is you sharing this, taking a screenshot, sharing it on your Instagram stories or sharing it in a group that you're in, sharing it with someone to help spread the word. I do these episodes as essentially mini trainings and that's the energetic exchange I ask for. And if you would like more, you can catch me over on YouTube. I will drop the link in the show notes as well. I haven't had a new episode or a new training up on there, but there is, oh my goodness, probably a hundred hours of trainings over there. And you can catch me also on IG. I am at, I am Ashley Brana Eve over on Instagram. And again, I haven't been very active recently just because I've been so sick. However, I am typically fairly active over on Instagram. And again, if you desire to hang out with me in Executive Magic, the Gene Keys branding workshop, which is going to completely blow up everything you know to be true about branding, check out the link below. I would absolutely be honored to meet you and hang out with you in that live training, which I don't do frequently anymore. So it's a really cool opportunity to be on Zoom live with me and receive live feedback. So I hope to see you there. Thank you for hanging out with me. I don't take your time lightly. I feel truly honored that you choose to listen to the HD CEO Psyche podcast, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I do. Enjoy the rest of your day, my friend, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.